Some suggested that schools look to local volunteers to beef up security. One national organization has been doing that for years. It's called Watch Dogs, and it organizes fathers to volunteer in their children's schools. Hey, Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go home safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. You can get a free Watchdogs t-shirt. All you have to do is call my school to find out one. I love you, Dad. For more information on the Watchdogs program, contact Jada Hanning from North Elementary at 435-1180. Or visit them online at fathers.com slash watchdogs. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Watch Dogs Radio on the Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker, and we are talking to you live from, let's say, we are in uh, central Florida. And uh, we are uh, at a place where you may not panic if you saw a mouse in the hotel lobby. Uh, and if you can figure that out, I think uh, you have a good idea where I'm at. Uh, this is Keith Shoemaker. We are uh, in Orlando, Florida, as I said, and, uh, and I'm down here with my kids for our spring break. Well, I'd like to talk about that, uh, that PSA that opened up our uh, segment there, and I'd like to thank the folks at North Elementary School in Cambridge, Ohio. They got together with their local radio station and put that PSA together, and, uh, and of course, um, unless you want to travel to Cambridge, Ohio, and volunteer at North Elementary, you may not want to call Jada, but call your local, uh, your local school, your local Watchdogs Top Dog. Well, this has been an amazing week in uh, in Watchdogs history, as several of them have been. Um, we have uh, started out the week in uh, in Atlanta. Of course, most of you who know me uh, know that I am based in Atlanta, and uh, we had a little something going on in Atlanta known as the Final Four. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of you guys that are listening know what the final four is, know how things are going with that, know how things turned out, and uh, we're actually going to talk about what the National Center for Fathering and uh, the White Sox program had to do with the uh, the final four. And uh, I had the honor and the privilege of accompanying uh, the National Center for Fathering CEO Kerry Casey to the final four, and we were part of the uh, national. The uh, National Association of Basketball Coaches Conference uh, at the uh, Georgia World Congress Center. And the interesting thing about that is that we were dealing with a lot of coaches uh, from all over the country who uh, who came to learn about the um, all of the nuances of uh, basketball coaching, all the new equipment, technique styles. Um, but we also were there to talk to them about what unfortunately is a duty of a lot of our basketball coaches um, in in dealing with the uh, the players on their team is they actually have to fill in and be the father figure as well. So uh, so we were there to talk to them about that and and to some of the players strengthening those uh, those father child bonds and uh, and we are uh, hopefully going to have here in a few minutes um, we're going to have Kerry Casey on here to talk about that. And uh, let's see, Chris, I know you stepped away from a minute. Chris, you with us? I am here, Keith. All right. Welcome, uh, one of our uh, national program developers, Chris Dannenauer, to the show. He is actually driving the bus for us today uh, in the uh, Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. How's the weather out there, Chris? 
Oh, the weather is beautiful here. It's supposed to be sunny and 76, 77 degrees. So awesome. it's a beautiful day. Yeah, I, I wore my golf hat to, to to work today and just, you know, answering phone calls and uh, entering some orders and, and working the studio, the studio for us today. Well, well, Cole, you're getting your uh, you're getting your radio broadcast engineering degree uh, kind of on the fly there, and I appreciate you uh, uh, taking the uh, the handle for that on me. Uh, how uh, how are we doing as far as uh, now? Now, tell us a little bit. We have the the new startup kits and the new renewal kits are now available. Is that right? That is correct. Starting uh, yesterday, the uh, we are now. Schools are now ordering their 2013-2014 startup kits. And if you're an existing school, a number of our schools are placing orders for the renewal kit. Because uh, starting uh, yesterday through May 31st uh, of this year, uh, we have a, a small early bird special going on. And so our schools can get the renewal kit and save $25. So their cost is 170 uh, before shipping, and uh, so we're just uh, building some questions and, and processing orders right now, mainly from our existing schools, Keith, that already have a program in place. They're taking advantage, and they're uh, saving $25 by placing the renewal kit order right now. Well, that's great, and, and of course, these are schools that are making their succession plan so that they're making sure that next year, um, when they when the school doors open uh, at the beginning of next school year, they're already going to be ready to have their watchdogs program up and running. They know who their top dog is going to be. They know who their watchdog school rep is going to be if that if that's changing. And then you know some schools will be going through a change of administration, and that that is just a, a normal progression. And of course, in a school, you know that's going to be the first thing that you're going to see if you have a change of administration. We're going to see. Um, that administrator is uh, going to come on board with us, take the watchdogs training, know how the program works, and be able to fit right in and, and, and jump right on board and keep the program going. And, and that's uh, that's that's the way it works. And then uh, and then of course um, we have about a little under what is it a little under 400 schools now that are in uh, in pre-launch. Is that right, Chris? That is correct. Uh, I forget the number, but I want to say about 390 schools roughly that are in pre-launch. So, you know, for those of you that are listening, uh, those are schools that have purchased the startup kit. And uh, and then you may have your launch event. We just don't know. And so once you have taken the training and then bought the startup kit, we put you to a pre-launch status. And so, uh, Keith, I can tell you we have about 200 schools that we are uh, aware of that will still kick off their program between now and the end of May. And it uh, looks like we just had a caller call in from a 404 area code. Okay, I'm let's gonna, see who that is. I'm going to bring him on. Okay. 404, welcome to the program. Who we got? Hey, Keith, it's Brian Clark calling in. Brian, I am so glad you had a chance to call. Uh, folks, Brian actually uh, jumped up and pitched pitch hit for me. Uh, I guess in the basketball, what, what, what could I say? Uh, he was a substitution uh, for me when I couldn't be there on Friday uh, at the Final Four. So, uh, Brian, I really appreciate you, uh, you you stepping up for me there. Can you tell us a little bit about how things went uh, down there at the Final Four and how that the uh, the uh, father involvement workshop went? 
Absolutely, yeah. It's just, you know, once again, another great event. Um, uh, Terry Casey just coming through with a great, great talk to the coaches. Um, we had uh, tens and, I don't know, 40, 50 coaches uh, that were in the seminar. Um, and, of course, he did he did great, the character as always. But uh, most importantly, you know, getting the fathering.com message across to the, to the uh um, to all the, the coaches, and it was great, Keith, because several coaches came up to us afterwards and just basically said, "Hey, thank you very much. You know, this is much needed. Love it. Uh, we need more of this. That type of thing. It was just just a great experience." That's great, Brian. Did uh, was there much? I know that that our focus at that conference was uh, the NCF and, and, and Fathers dot com, but I know when I was there. Um, on Thursday, you know, we were at the conference. We had a, an, an exhibit booth, and, and probably the highlight of my day, I had a guy, he was a coach, he, he ran up to me. I could see him coming. I could see the smile on his face as he was coming to me, and he ran right up to me and he said, Dude, I said, What? I was a watchdog yesterday, man. I had the shirt on. I was there. I was doing it. I was like, oh, man, that is so awesome. And, and uh, I mean, it's, it's just when you hear somebody come back to you, you know, with that kind of uh, a feedback, it really it really empowers us in what we're doing. So, and, and Brian, did you get a chance to, to relay the watchdog's message to that group as well? Um, uh, yes, absolutely. You know, just basically told them what it was all about. Anytime they, they walked up to the booth also, you know, did my best to just let them know, you know how great and what the Watchdogs program is all about, Keith. Just spreading the word. That, that is great. And, and, uh, and for those of you who may be new to the program, Brian is our top dog at Baker Elementary School in Kennesaw, Georgia, and has done just a bang-up job over there, a perfect example of a Watchdogs program that not only has, uh, has started the program there at Baker, but you've had several spinoffs of, of schools that have seen the Watchdogs program there, have seen what it does for a school, have seen the positive influence, and have, and have chosen to pick up other, other schools in the area as well. So that's, uh, that is great. Uh, how uh, are, are things uh, – the school year, we're, we're getting ready to start to wind down. We're going into that uh, that testing uh, mode. Um, how are things at Baker, Brian? Doing great, I'll tell you. Um, you know, from a stand, standpoint, uh, <coughs> again, excuse me, going over and, um, you know, through your guidebook, um, the fathers.com puts together for us. Um, I was, you know, put together that Donuts for Dads event. Um, not too long ago, um, and bam, we got 85 fathers, uh, new fathers signed up, and literally, um, we pretty much have a father covering a day, one or two fathers covering every day, except for a couple days left uh, when school lets out May 22nd, so it was just a tremendous success, had over 300 people um, for our Donuts for Dads event, and it's it's working, Keith, it's working, I mean, it's totally awesome, the word is spreading, um, more and more fathers who want to become involved. So it's just a great thing. All of us putting our hard work together is paying off. It always does. Well, exactly. And, and, and realistically, it's not that hard to work, folks. But but the thing is, I mean, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that from you because, and, and Chris will tell you, we have people call all the time and they'll ask us, you know, is it really true you'll get 85 dads volunteer at the school? Is it really true yeah. you'll have yeah. 300 people uh, show up at a launch event. And, and folks, if you're just listening to us, if you picked us up on Blog Talk Radio and you're just skimming through and you wanted to hear about us or you were curious about us, it's true. It happens. We see it 
time and time again. And and the thing is, all you have to do is, you know, these guys want to participate. They're just looking for that opportunity. You know, over the, the course of our our tradition and, and our culture where the, um, you know, the administrators, the educators, they are so used to not giving guys the opportunity to be a part of the school day because they assume or they presume that that the guys are too busy. They're they they gotta work. They they're they're busy working. They're busy doing whatever, and they they really don't want to be a part of their child's life. They just want to be there on the ball field or whatever after school. Well, guess what, folks? It's that's not the case. In in today's culture, in today's society, you know, dad has to be a part of your child's life just like mom does. And being part of the educational system is a great great way to do that. So. Um, I'm going to bring another friend of mine uh, in here in just a couple of minutes uh, who uh, who served at one of the schools I'm top dog at. Uh, he's going to uh, hopefully be uh, online here with a few minutes. Chris, have we got any other calls on the board there? Not right now, Keith. We, we don't. And uh, Okay. And so, All right. so before Brian came on, welcome, Brian. I, you know, you and I have worked, uh, you know, over the phone on, on orders and getting your program started there at Baker. But, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. But, but Keith, one thing you know, as as you mentioned, the schools that are taking advantage of buying this renewal kit, if there are changes to your top dog team, and, and you happen to be listening to this uh, blog talk radio, or change in the administration, or change with your school rep, or the top dog coordinator, email us, and you can email us at watchdogs at fathers dot com, and we ask that you to help us easily identify your school. Give us your school name and your city and state as well, because I can tell you uh, there are five Eugene Field elementaries in Missouri alone. So, so give us your city and state. And Keith, it looks like we just had a caller dial in. Yeah, it looks like it is Mr. Casey. So at this time, I'm going to bring on Mr. Casey, Keith. Let's give him a ring, Terry. How you doing? Are you with us? Doing very well. I just made it home, believe it or not. Wow, that is awesome. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Kerry Casey with us. And uh, and we did a uh, a great interview while we were down at the Final Four. But unfortunately, we had some technical issues and it did not come through. So, so Kerry, I think we could probably uh, repeat this, uh, repeat our interview and, and tell us about your week down at the Final Four and how things went. Oh, things went fantastic. One of the greatest uh, things that took place, Keith, was being with you and Salt Great City there in Atlanta and quite naturally being with Brian Clark, one of our uh, watchdog volunteers. Thank you all for helping us so much in our booth there at the convention. We had a number of coaches that come by the booth and a number of people were excited about watchdogs, and we had a lot of watchdogs dads come by. But we were able to minister to many of the coaches and concerning championship fathering and how to win at being a dad. Well, that is great. And, Kerry, I want you to know as I'm sitting here um, in the uh, the happiest place on earth, I do have my blue bracelet on, and I'm uh, I'm looking for uh, anyone oh. else that has theirs on as well. <laughs> That's awesome. But you are so, a championship uh, father, Keith, and um, Brian, and I heard Chris there on the radio as well, but all of our team. And I always talk about teams win championships, and so absolutely. we're proud of all of the watchdog dads in America and parts of the world. But uh, we're glad that we're able to help change culture for children 
and having um, fathers there for their children and father figures and grandfathers. Well, that's great. And, Carrie, one of the things I touched on before you had a chance to dial in was the fact that, you know, there are so many, you know, we're, we we talked to so many coaches, so many great guys doing some great work out there and being coaches, but so many of them that we talked to that not only are they the, the basketball coach, but they got to be the father figure for half uh, half of the guys on the team or more. So, Kerry, do you want to kind of touch on that a little bit? Yes, you're totally right, and um, Keith and Dad, and we had a seminar on, um, you know, working with the dad. Dad is coach, coach is dad, how to win it being a dad. But you're totally right. A number of those gentlemen that we saw play last night uh, in the national championship game, and many times we talk to the teams and we say, how many of you don't know your dad? a number of hands will go up. And then we'll say, well, what's one word to describe your father? And many times it is absent, uh, coward, loser, cheater. And they have a father wound because their dad's not there. So we treat the coaches and really um, speak into their players' lives that don't have a dad because these coaches are father figures. But they have to navigate that opportunity with their team. But then they're very busy fathers themselves. So we, <laughs> excuse me help them with their own, uh, excuse me, personal fathering. So we're just really um, proud in that way. But they have some great coaches, you know, out there helping their players. Exactly. And, and certainly one, we want to thank the uh, the NABC for uh, giving us the opportunity to be there. And uh, and I think that was – and I thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, to be there and, and share that with you. So, uh, so oh. thank you so much, Gary. Oh, Keith, and I know you that. helped so much in serving, and we're just proud of you. God used you in a great way and all of the guys. But we're just glad to be on the team. We play our positions, and we can get down the field and win a championship or down the court and win a championship. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, well, I, I do appreciate you taking the taking the time to give us that uh, that report, and, and I know you probably uh, have to get uh, get unpacking and uh, and go kiss yeah. the wife, which we've heard uh, we, we've heard about that. So um, oh yeah. So if you I'm need a, uh, if you need, go ahead. I, I I get to be a dad now in just an hour or so. I would be with my young son Chance, who's 16, and his mom. We would be at his tennis match today if it doesn't rain. So I get to live out what I help other people do. There you go. We'll, we'll tell Chance oh. we're all pulling for him. That's all right. right. God bless so. you, and hope all you guys continue to do well. Talk to you soon. Keep up the great work, Watchdog. Bye bye. Thank you, Thank Kerry. you, Kerry. Keith, at this time, I'm going to bring on our my good friend and your good friend, and uh, our, one of my the, best friends uh, from the uh, from the show the other week. <laughs> and this is an executive director. Eric Snow, and we have a gentleman from a 678 area code as well. Okay, Eric. Guys, how are y'all? Hey, we're doing great, doing great. Well, uh, well you still left us some food down here in in Orlando after you left, so uh, we're taking <laughs> care of that. I wish we could have uh, uh, crossed paths, but apparently that uh, that didn't work out because I think you were flying out of town when we were uh, we were just getting in. So uh, you want to tell us about uh, how things went down here? Yeah, it was great, and I'm sorry I missed you all. You all, I'm sure I had a great time, but I know you all are having even a better time heading to the uh, Magical Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. But we had a uh, an opportunity this last Saturday to participate in the Florida PTA's uh, male engagement uh, conference. It was kind of a mini-conference. It lasted uh, one day. It was on Saturday. 
and they had men in from all over the state, and they just did a fantastic job. I've I've had an opportunity to attend, you know, a lot of conferences and, and several uh, mini conferences or, or workshop type events, and I've never seen it done any better. Uh, they put on just an absolute wonderful event. It, it gave these guys an opportunity to see what was available to them to help them increase male engagement in in, in their PPA and in their schools. They really did a great job messaging why it's important to have men involved in TTA, and I was able to share with them some information that we just received last week. Last year, the men made up 8% of TTA's membership. This year, that has grown to 22% of TTA's membership is male. So, yeah, National PTA has been working on this for a long time. They created the Moore Alliance back in 2008, which is uh, men organized to raise engagement. And you all know that that they brought in some of their leading male organizations, male engagement organizations, watchdogs. Excuse me, one of those. The PTA has really been focusing on this, and we're really starting to see some results. So it was a great day. I enjoyed with the time with everybody. Wish I could have stayed longer. Wow, it sounds good. Well, I guess we're going to be looking forward to seeing a lot more watchdog schools in Florida popping up, I would think. Right, I hope so. There's uh, 27 active right now uh, in Florida, and, of course, that's uh, uh, a great increase in the last three or four years. I can remember when I came on five years ago, I don't think we had any in that state. I can remember when we launched the first one. But uh, it's grown quite a bit. There's another seven, I think, that are in pre-launch right now. They'll be launching sometime between now and the fall. But uh, there's a lot of schools there. I think there's some in the neighborhood of, oh, what was the number, like 1,700 PTA schools, just PTA schools in Florida. So we'd like to we'd like to really help them you know, grow that male membership and, and grow PTA membership. So hopefully we'll gain a few schools in the next couple of years. That would be great. That would be great. Well, um, Eric, I, I don't know. Do you have a lot of background noise where you're at? I don't. I'm hearing a lot of background. I'm not sure where it's coming from. I'm 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 in a very quiet place. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, well, I've uh, I believe we've got a, a good friend of mine who happens to be here with me, uh, Joe Beckford, on the line. Joe, are you there? I'm here, Keith. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. <clears throat> Go ahead, Joe. Good. Well, Keith is talking, too. Is he on mute? Uh, I think the background is uh, coming somebody... maybe from Keith. Uh... Chris, you're on the air. Yes, there uh, we go. Keith, I think the the background might be coming from your yeah, location. Yeah, Chris, Chris sure. you're on the air. You're, you're going out live. So hold, hold on. If you can, hold on just a minute. Um, sure. All right, uh, Joe. I wanted to uh, get your input. The other day uh, you had a chance, number one, to uh, hear Carrie speak at our school, which was amazing. Uh, and the other thing is uh, you were one of the guys that asked me as we were putting the program together at our middle school, um, you know, are the kids really happy to see the dads in the school? So now that you've had a chance to be there and be a watchdog, uh, what, do, what do you think? What was your, uh, uh, what was your take on that? Uh, my impression was I was just really surprised, actually, and impressed. Um, I was impressed with the, the caliber of the school and, and how quickly we were accepted there. You know, and I know it's a it's a Christian school, so we have a little more latitude than we have in some of the public schools. 
to be able to express our faith and, and take prayer requests and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, the, the Bible teacher, who's kind of our faculty sponsor member at that school, said to me, just walk around the halls like you own the place, and nobody will know the difference. And and that was ex- exactly right. You know, I mean, I had, I was very shocked that I had 6th, 7th, 8th graders coming up to me and kind of giving me high fives and saying, how you doing, and being really attentive and respectful. And, it, you know, it was just really, really refreshing. And it made me realize that even though these kids are, my height and physically as big as I am that inside they're just kids who need a dad and need that role model just much as my little ones do. Exactly. And, uh, and then of course having that, uh, that pep talk from Carrie there at the beginning was, uh, was great as well. So, uh, Hey, uh, let's see, you want to oh, I'm going to put her on here and now she's shy. Come here. Say, say hi. We got some, uh, some folks who want to say hi. Gracie, say hi. Hi. Hi, Bobby. Come on over. You can say hi too. Oh, he's going to be shy. I know Jade will come and speak. Jade, tell me what you think of Watchdogs. Uh, I think they're great. You, you like to have a Watchdogs in the school? Yeah. Yeah. You like when your daddy comes and he's a Watchdog? Yeah. See that? That's awesome. That's that's the kind of reaction that we get. So, uh, so Joe, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to be on the show. And uh, thanks for the opportunity, Keith. Well, well, great. Chris, we got any other callers on the line? No, Keith, we don't. We just have uh, just us four right now, and uh, no new callers. Okay. Well, uh, well, Eric, you still there? I am. You bet. Cool. Well, uh, I guess um, you want to talk about the um, your event coming up tomorrow with uh, National PTA? Uh, let's see. Yes, absolutely. I was trying to think what my event is tomorrow. I've got so many things going. This should be on my mind. This is the webinar we're doing, and uh, it's really exciting. It's going to be, uh, let's see, at uh, 5 to 6, no, 6 to 7 Central Time, I believe, and I think you can go to sign up for that uh, at pta.org. Or uh, you can call our office and we'll shoot you a link. You can dial 888-540-3647 and we can shoot you a link to sign up uh, for that. But it's just going to, I invited me to talk about male engagement and there will be uh, people participating from all over the country. And, and, and really it's uh, uh, male engagement uh, in general, uh, but we're going to just give some great background information and, and, and connect that to you know, how to do that in schools specifically because that's what we do at Watchdogs is we help schools and uh, educators and, and parents create these partnerships that are so absolutely necessary in order to create the absolute best educational environment possible. So I get a chance to do that tomorrow. I've been practicing up. I've practiced with them twice already, and there's quite a bit that goes into one of these, and I'm looking forward to it. We'll have people from, uh, I think, from between uh, our office in Springdale's, where I'll be doing it from, and I think they're running the thing from Chicago or D.C., so it's going to be a, a three-city effort, and hopefully we'll have people on from all over the country. I think the response has been pretty good so far. That's awesome. Of course, we are coast-to-coast. Coast, so, uh, hey, uh, I wanted to ask Joe. Uh, Joe, you still on the line? I, I think Joe cut off. But, uh, one, one of the things that uh, – 
I'm I'm back. Oh. I'm back. Oh, okay. I, I still can't look at you because of the delay. Because I, I I see your lips moving. There's nothing coming out. Yeah, you um, can't do that. But I, it's like a transatlantic call. <laughs> exactly. I know what I wanted you to do. You mentioned to me about walking into a restaurant uh, halfway between Atlanta and um, in Orlando. Tell me what you saw. <laughs> Well, I was impressed. You know, you said that you've got a small number of watchdog schools in Florida, and uh, we were on our way down here, pulled over for gas, and walked into a Moe's restaurant in Lake City, and there was a guy sitting there with his family having lunch, um, and he's wearing uh, the watchdog's T-shirt, the military-style one. And he had had what looked to be middle school boys in their baseball uniforms, and they were just having a family lunch on Sunday afternoon. That's awesome. I wish I'd have seen him because I'd have walked up and given him a man card. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing mine here today, and I'm looking around to see if I see any blue bracelets or uh, anybody with a uh, watchdog shirt on. Because uh, you know, I'll definitely walk up and say something to them and, uh, and, and hand them a man card. So because uh, we know that they're definitely dedicated to uh, to their kids and to their education if they're wearing that watchdog shirt. So, uh, that's funny. Time uh, right now, I have my blue bracelet on and my military military shirt on as well. Hey, we're so. both in uniform today. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> hey, Keith, I hate so, to my friend I've got to go because I've got a 1 o'clock conference call i got to dial into, but I wanted to get on here and just uh, thank you guys for doing this. And, uh, thank thank you. you for listening. Okay, so we'll catch up. i got to go. You guys take care. Thanks, Eric. Thank you, you have a great one. Bye-bye. Take, take, take care, care, Eric, with 13,000 downloads and counting, so we're uh, we're moving on along. But um, we are uh, – what are we doing on the timer there, Chris? I haven't heard a prompting for me to shut seconds. up yet. Oh, about, about 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Well, I'm going to keep talking until I hear the uh, the uh, machine actually cut us off, but should we get cut off in the meantime, remember, folks – the only schools that don't have a watchdog program are the ones that don't know enough about it. From the happiest place on earth in Orlando, Florida, I'm Keith Shoemaker with Joe Beckford. And uh, we hope you all have a great week. Come back and listen to us next week on Watchdogs Radio. Have a great one. Thanks.